0: Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a Smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a Smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business in different parts of that business, it could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations. Many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end solution business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, we welcome Marilyn Sanford. Marilyn is a serial entrepreneur. She founded SmartFX. She founded Edge. She's owned, grown, and sold with Scala, Connected Spaces, and Pacific Tech, and she's a Cedia Fellow. Please welcome Marilyn Sanford. Hi, Marilyn. How are you today?
1: I'm great. Thanks very much. I
0: appreciate you being here. Well, uh, uh, folks, uh, we're with uh, Marilyn Sanford today on the Smartpreneur Podcast, and we're going to talk about one of her latest blogs: "A Culture of Improvement." So, Marilyn, in the in the latest. Uh, uh, blog, you talk a lot about coding labor, and that seems to be a very accounting way of describing this practice, uh, which many, I'm sure, will understand. But for those of us without the accounting background, uh, can you take us through what what this coding is and, and why it might be important?
1: I sure can. And, and maybe this is a little bit of my accounting background for sure. Um, but if you think about a day in the life of your, of your techs or your employees, you know, whatever element you're you're costing. Mm-hmm. And that day may entail working in the showroom for a bit. It may entail going out to a job site. Um, you know, it may be uh, working on a, a rack. It may be doing some work for the for the sales guys, helping them set up a presentation. How are you coding that? How are you treating his time? Are you putting that all above the line, all in direct cost of labor? because it has nothing to do with the direct revenues that you're that you're um that you're recording or the cost of materials and products that you're recording it has a lot to do with how you run your firm mm-hmm. you don't put everybody above that line you put things that are direct and related to the sale so you've got your gross margin which is should be a variable figure it should vary with the amount of business that you're doing the revenue that you're recording the products that you're actually installing so too, the labor that you're putting on that job site—it's an important way to think. Mm-hmm. And so, once you do, you think to yourself, "Okay, I need to understand how much of that that resource is going into installing the product and delivering what we what we're selling." You code it, you, mm-hmm. you identify that, and you charge it above the line. And when someone's working for sales or working on the showroom, or taking some training to improve their knowledge for a new product, um, you know, when they're, when they're sick, you, I, obviously that doesn't go above the line. That's part of your overhead. It is mm-hmm. part of your cost of labor and we'll go over that later. But you wanna really think about and identify what is it costing? to have a guy, a, a person's on tools directly uh, installing that product. And that's where you want to in- employ some codes so that you can differentiate.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. So after many years of working and, and really understanding labor, uh, what have you determined is the mo- are, the, are probably the most important metrics to track?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. I have to do some thinking. I don't think it's an easy answer because it's a moving target. Uh huh. So some of the things, um, you know, when we ever had a new product, for instance, um, something that we hadn't dealt with before. We check it out, we test it, we train to it. We might track labor on that. We might give that a, a different code to track labor to see what the productivity was or to see what, just what was involved in installing that product. The short-term code is the short-term track, but we'd want to get that detail or that, uh, th- those insights. If our people, as I mentioned in the, the previous, uh, um, just a few minutes ago, if our people are working on the showroom, doing marketing, they have, they have real value. You want to be able to track and, and follow that. You know, 25 years ago, we didn't have programmers, but we have programmers now. We yeah. rarely use project managers. We didn't even know enough to do that when we started, but we sure. certainly had program, <laughs> project managers once we realized the value of, of that service. Yeah. So you want to be thinking about your company. You want to be thinking about where is that resource going and, and how can I track that? And then, and then you start to get some metrics associated with, with, with that knowledge.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I was uh, when, you, when you talked about the uh, new technology versus uh, stuff you're used to putting in, uh, it's kind of this reverse of it, but it's, it's kind of like when you put your first projector in. You know, when you went to Sony School or um I guess Viticron uh, back then, and and Runco and that, uh, it all seemed so easy. And then you, and then you got your first install, and, and and to hang that projector was you know three days worth of work, and yeah. you and you charge two hours for it because you because it looked really easy. Uh, and and then we came up with LCD projectors, and it was like, wow, you really can put this in, in a couple hours. You know, that's that's pretty cool. But uh, to understand what you should sell it for. Uh, and And track that or code that separately that's that's brilliant that's a great idea you uh, You mentioned in the in the blog about uh, gray areas uh, So how does tracking this information about the time spent help you uncover and find those gray areas
1: Well number one you're paying attention, and when you're paying attention, your people are paying attention so so exactly. that's important. Mm-hmm. Secondly, um, I I think by knowing this, you can sell better because you, you're tracking what's going on all the time, and you're you're knowledgeable when you're talking to your clients and, and to your own people as well. But I remember going into some meetings where clients were pushing back on labor, for instance,
0: uh-huh.
1: and because we tracked our gray areas we tracked sometimes stuff we knew we knew it wasn 't chargeable to the client, but it was chargeable to the job, if you will, yeah, and I could sit down with the client with that paperwork and I could show them the time, and I could explain what they were doing, it really gave that client confidence, number one confidence that we were billing correctly for him, but that we also understood value, and we also understood what was part of our responsibility and what was part of their responsibility, so I think. Um, I think it's it's that it's important to do that. And the other the other piece that comes to mind for me is actually how we bill. And I've I've been in lots of arguments with people about whether you should be fixed cost or you should be time and materials or, you know, how, how do you bill and people are afraid of uh, billing for actual time. Um, yeah. and it has what I say to clients what I, what I would say to clients when I was pitching is look, I can give you a fixed cost and if I give you fixed cost You know, I've got to add something for this, but we track everything. We are detailed people here. If I'm doing time and material with you, not time and materials, but if I'm charging you for the time it takes to do the work, you know, I got to be within plus or minus 10%. You know that. Yeah. So so everybody's looking, everybody's paying attention. You are paying attention. My guys are paying attention. Your GC is paying attention. We're all more efficient. We're all more effective if we have the information
0: makes sense makes sense well thanks for uh uh, sharing some of that with us today that was great uh smartpreneurs i hope you enjoyed that you can read more about this uh, by checking out the smartpreneur blog at uh, simplyreliable.com you can watch more of these podcasts the smartpreneur podcast uh, with our guests and you can find us uh, our podcasts on SimplyReliable.com. Of course, you can go to the YouTube channel, YouTube.com forward slash Simply Reliable. Or you can watch the podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts. Of course, you can listen to the podcast any place that you're listening to a regular podcast. Just look up Smartpreneur Podcast and subscribe. And we'll be there each week sharing some relevant information to help you grow your business. Have a great day, Smartpreneurs. And we'll see you next time on the Smartpreneur Podcast.